This episode is being sponsored by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Go to www.speedweed.com for all your medical marijuana needs. Just want to remind you guys that I'm doing a live podcast taping at Flappers in Burbank, California on July 23rd at 7 p.m. That's a Sunday. Be there. Aiko Tanaka will be there and an unnamed surprise guest will also be there. So you don't want to miss it. Please come out and I'll see you there. Enjoy. Yeah, didn't you watch the Edward Snowden movie? Oh, no. Where the NSA, he figures out that the NSA, he was working for the CIA and Uh this coworker of his just showed him like they just like logged into somebody random person's phone and they're looking at some random girl in their in her hotel room. Oh. And he's like, the people don't know that mm. the government is watching at any time and could oh, just log wait. into any phone. That's yes. why I put a sticker on here. Yeah, that's brilliant. And on my computer. But you still have another camera though, you know. Is this a camera mm. or is this a sound hole? Uh, that's a sound hole. That's a, I don't know, is that a... That... No, this is the sound hole. I uh. think you're right. This is another camera. Yeah. They're all watching. And here's another one. So you might put a sticker. Yeah, I know. But then most of the time, be able to take pictures. I put a sticker on the phone, the camera facing me, because mm-hmm. I'm like doing stuff on my phone like this. Yeah. I don't care if the government sees you. Oh, really? <laughs> That's not so yeah. nice, cool. I mean, come on. Who cares what the other person? Uh, yeah. Who well, cares about you, Rafael Cadavieco? The government. Do they care? Well, not 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 this one. There's so many people in this country. Mm-hmm. Can they really monitor us? They probably only monitor attractive people. Yeah, you're right. But they must be recording it. Record every moment. And then... And storing it just need, in case they need they it. They need it. They can exactly. watch it. It's a time machine. Oh, my God. You're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because I people made fun of me for putting stickers on my computer. Oh, that's fine. But I did it before I even saw the Snowden movie. I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. You should watch it. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Like, yeah. people didn't care when people still don't really care. Well, you know how people is. Well, it's almost like the government is this huge monster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we can, we only have, like, toothpicks to, like, fight them. And what can we really do as a people to fight our government? Oh, there's, there are many ways. I don't know how I should talk about this here. But of course there are. There are ways, right? But sometimes it feels yeah. like they're like this big monster and it's hard to... It's hard to get. It's hard to get there. But... Like it's a, like at the end of like Mario Brothers. <laughs> you know, when you get to that level yeah, and you fight the dragon exactly. and you're like, I finally did it! Did it after one month. Yeah, I remember. And reading the shortcut in the magazines. Oh, yeah, yeah. But there are many ways cool, to fight the government. Well, you fight the government, right? Yeah. You're B- a, Venezuela's the, government. The Venezuelan yeah. government. Every, right. Everybody does. Well, so <laughs> well, every Venezuelan does. Every Venezuelan does. Every good Venezuelan does. Every honest Venezuelan does. Sorry, this N- water bottle is leaking all over oh. me. Because I didn't know how to put it on correctly. Oh, that's fine. Oh, my God. We'll fix this on the mix. <laughs> Well, good. This is people ask me to do like a video podcast, uh-huh. but I'm just really messy eater, so <laughs> I don't want people to see what a messy eater I am. That's oh, why right handle. now it's just audio. No, it's fine, fine. Audio admits everything. You know, but, but video, yeah, it's a bit more complicated. But yeah, know. I mean, eventually I'll get there. 
but for Absolutely. now this is just we're, we're getting there this is baby steps yeah all right? That's right patience is a virtue people calm down and the video will come eventually that's right you Jeez. need to wait a yeah. bit yeah just enjoy the audio you know exactly enjoy the ride so you have a great voice and face for radio <laughs> I know. I know it's a hack joke, and no, everybody says it about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, and every time I get that a lot. Um, but but the thing about radio personalities is that for the longest time, people probably don't even know what you look like. They just listen to you for years, and then they see you on a billboard or uh, a TV show or something. Or They're in like, the street, oh, actually, oh, that's what Rafael looks like. Holy shit. Right? So yeah. what are some of the reactions when people meet you after oh. being on the radio in Venezuela for decades? Well, I guess my first time I was like a, a girl that went to the radio to get us some chocolates or something like that. And she was like, oh, uh, uh, whoa. <laughs> uh, right, because you have I, a... I, I imagine you have like absolutely different, right? Uh <laughs> yeah, I know. It happens a lot. If you you if you're really in love with some radio personality or the voice or or, or of someone, if you want to be in love and keep that flaming love going, never go mad at people. Or if you go, make bring a paper bag for their head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, <laughs> does that mean you've been on many first dates? Um, well, not, not that much. Okay. But, but, um, but you can see it in their faces. It's hard for people to hide how they really feel. How many people have a good poker face, right? Yeah, not too much. I think Asians do. Asians do. That's right. Right? Like we, like the expressions we make range from like a yeah. one to two. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like, especially Venezuelans. It's a pretty short dynamic You guys range. are very expressive with your faces exactly. and language. For and, good and for bad. Yeah. And so yeah. you guys are like one to 15 and yeah. Americans are probably one to 10 and sneaky Asians like me are like <laughs> one to 0.5. No, that's fine. No, 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 not, not that short. But definitely, uh, they have better poker face, for sure. They can That's why, it. like, a lot of people don't like going to, like, the Asian blackjack dealers at casinos. Ah, they can tell. Because they think that we're up to something. <laughs> 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 or we don't make a reaction when we see, like, oh, this is a 21, like, dealer has blackjack. Yeah. We don't reveal what we, what we have in our yeah. cards. Oh, makes sense. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to change that. I always try to live against my stereotypes so people don't continue to be Ex racist towards yep. Asians because sometimes yeah. I'm the only Asian that people meet. Ah, is it? So, I mean, who knows? People yeah, have told me that. Because mm. well, a lot of Asians only like stick to other Asians. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. You see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's in, why a lot of times... In Venezuela, down there in Venezuela, there are like a million they're all together, actually. Oh, what kind of Asians are there? Uh, from China, a lot. A lot of people from China. So there's Chinese Venezuelans. Chinese Venezuelans. Chinese Venezuelans. Oh, Venezuelans. Ah, that's so cool. I just invented that. Oh. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. So, <laughs> so they speak Spanish and Chinese? They speak Spanish and Chinese. Yeah, kind of Spanish. Mm -hmm. And what so, are they doing there? Well, they're, uh, actually, we don't know. Nobody knows what any Asians are up to ever. Yeah, they like a, a bunch of them 
in the same house. Uh-huh. Like 20 guys in the house. In a small house. And then they buy the next door house. Uh-huh. And they, they and buy, they buy the, the whole, whole block. block. And then, then they start bringing more people. Yeah, and cram them in. Yeah. And where do they work? What do they do? Uh, well, there's a lot of Chinese restaurants over mm -hmm. there, but uh, they have their own market, I guess. And they all their their own world around them. Yeah. And a lot of them are working, of course, for the government. Actually, we have a big, huge, great debt with China. Who doesn't? Well, exactly. But ours, believe me, is the biggest no yeah come on. of course you guys are such a small country yeah we know that's the but problem you guys like to spend money <laughs> oh well not me the yeah. government but yes we do or a lot uh, of venezuelan women like to go shopping like non-stop uh, oh yeah i know i think they love to do that yeah they just like buy everything up it's kind of like a latin latin women thing too yeah of course yeah yeah, they buy purses and belts and perfume and exactly. clothes and clothes. shoes. I never got nothing to put on. Everything. Yeah, I know. It's not a cliche. It's real life. It's true. So yeah. no wonder you guys are in debt. Oh, for, I mean, for life, my grand-grandson is going to be in debt yet. <laughs> for sure. Come on. And that's China. Yeah, of course. I'm, not, I'm not lying. Yeah, it's huge. Uh-huh. Like, huge. You know, I'm not in debt anymore, and it feels great. Uh, yeah, that's the best way to be in I life. Was, I was in debt, like, $25,000. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How you did that? Well, I just started smoking weed, and I stopped paying my bills. Mm -hmm. And then, after seven years in America, it goes away. <laughs> <laughs> that's why this is the greatest country in the world whereas other countries they'll chop your hand off for shopping too much and spending money you don't have but here they're like after seven years like oh you're forgiven it like no, falls no, off your credit report i, I, don't, I don't i, I don't, can't believe that you didn't know that about this country no yeah okay so if you don't pay your bills after seven years okay like it'll say after 30 days you don't pay your bills your credit report will say 30 days past due then 60 days past due then 90 days said then your credit report is red uh-huh. I know, then, the FICA number and all the shit. And then after seven years, it's all sort of forgiven. So people don't know that if if you haven't paid your bills in seven years. Oh, people don't know because they get calls from collection agencies. Of course. And after seven years, if you know, that's why people are scared to open their mail when they haven't paid their bills. And I used to be like that. I had tons of mail and I never opened it because I was scared to know how much money I owed. But then oh. one day I just opened everything. <laughs> 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 right yeah, and i opened everything and i dealt with my problems and it feels so good that now i have a a clean record record financial record yeah are you sure are you talking about i mean yeah no i read this book it's called good credit is sexy uh -huh. <laughs> and it teaches you how to fix your credit score and now they're off my <laughs> back so so it's like they erase it like it's like a tabula rasa and mm -hmm. now you start from scratch and you just open a new credit card. And of course, the first credit card I opened after that, it was like only a $300 limit. But then I built it and then I yeah, paid it. And then now I'm amazing. <sighs> That's great. Now I'm, Congratulations. Wife, I'm wifey material, bitch. <laughs> 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 so, Raphael, wait, I'm like saying it with an American accent. 
You say your name. Rafael. Rafael. Okay. Rafael. Rafael. So you, people might not know about you, is that your dad was a comedian. Oh, yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he Back was on TV. Day. He was a famous was comedian in Venezuela. Well, actually, the, those days, uh, television, I mean, videotape didn't exist yet. <laughs> so there was so every show was live. Oh, in front live of an TV. audience. In front of an audience for TV. In the live. TV studio. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, back in the day, like fifty-three years ago or so, uh, my dad was part of the original cast of a very important television show, SNL kind of uh-huh. show in Venezuela that was on air for forty. Eight years, I 48 guess. Forty-eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Till they shut down the, the the network. Who shut down the network? Oh, the government. Holy shit! Yeah, of course. Well, the, he was part of a original uh, crew cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, he did a great job. I didn't. I, I haven't seen it because it's not on tape. You've never seen it? No. What are you talking about? Uh, what, what was the show called? Radio Rochela. Rochella I, is okay. Uh, I I just Hollywood. watched an episode on YouTube. Oh yeah, you might. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But you've never seen it. I mean, Radio Rochella, of course, but yeah. not my dad on it because. Oh, okay. I was, was looking for your dad in it. Oh. Because I Google your dad, uh-huh. but all the pictures I saw of him were like older. Yeah, of course. And then I'm watching the show, and like the cast members in the show, they're old. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Which yeah. like you don't it, it was jarring to me, but it was also good because it's like these actors or comedians mm-hmm. they're all like in their forties at least. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Whereas in this country, everybody on SNL is like twenty five. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 I get I get what you mean. But when you hire yeah. older people, they have more experience and it's gonna be a funnier show. Exactly. Exactly. It's like let's not pluck somebody well, out of improv school after five years. This is a yeah. lifetime of so your dad was a like what kind of comedian was he? He does uh he used to do um characters uh-huh. uh related to the to the government actually. Uh, very important people down there. And well they they made sketch about that and personifications. Is that the right word? Yeah. Impressions. Uh, impressions. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He would do impressions of government Everybody's officials. Everybody's going to kill me for saying that. Well, personification is going to... No, it's funny. Yeah, You're good. Okay. Um, what was that? So he did like live performances? As well. Yeah. yeah. They, they used like to Like always with a, a group, like that. improv? Yeah. Okay, exactly. not stand-up, right? Uh, stand-up. It wasn't exist at the time, yeah. I guess. As, as we know it nowadays. I mean, it was maybe... A guy saying jokes, but not real life connected jokes. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yeah. Um, it was a different kind of stuff. As I know, I wasn't there. Yeah, they create <laughs> situations. They create well more or... just no. They they is a list of jokes. Okay. That one behind the other one maybe. Uh huh. And maybe making an. In a sketch with some other guy on stage. Right, you know? a sketch comedian. A sketch comedian. So you never saw your dad on TV? No, not doing that. No, definitely not. Oh, there goes all There's my no questions. There's no video records. Oh. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, what's it like to grow up watching your dad on TV? 
Well, actually, it wasn't like that. Uh-huh. I I got this information when I was, when I was like 10 years old. You I didn't know your a, dad was a comedian? No, I didn't. Because he when, when I was born, he was already out of TV. Oh, yeah. okay. And, and I was in school, and a guy was last name, of course, the same of one of the comedians on air in those days. And it was like, ah, Aponte. And I started laughing. And he said, well, what are you laughing at? Oh, it, was, it sounds funny because Aponte, like Callito Aponte, that was one of the uh, comedians on that show. He was like, yeah, that's my father. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then the next day he told me, listen to me. My father wants me to tell you to say hello to your dad. That they're very close friends, that they work together on Radio Rochela. And I was like, what the fuck? No, that can't be true. No way, man, dude, that can't be happening. And I went to to my father's and he was like, yeah, where you were? Oh, a friend of mine told me this pretty weird thing about you on TV <laughs> doing this. He never comedian. told you? Well, we never talk about it. I was 10. But that it was, was all the about, way I... It was all about you when you were a kid. Yeah, of course. It was like... Uh, your, no your dad name never made you like read his like press packet no. to, when you're going to bed. Like this is your dad doing TV. This is your dad doing no, radio. Not, not really. Not wow. that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. More, more humble than, than that. Yeah. I guess. Maybe it was that. Wow. Yeah. Great. 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 That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like Liv Tyler when she she was like figuring out who her father was. Oh yeah. And she thought it was Mick Jagger. Actually, yeah. Didn't she? Yeah, of course. And then imagine the disappointment. Oh, oh Stephen well, Tyler's so, my dad? Uh, yeah, all right. All right, I guess I'll buy his album. <laughs> Mick Jagger will be better. So your mom never but, told you? Like, your dad's a comedian? Like, did you... Was he funny at home? Or is it true what they absolutely. say about... Absolutely. 24-7 funny. Yeah. With a great taste. I mean, with a hard face. Serious. Uh-huh. And I could tell a joke in any minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Aww. A very funny guy. You didn't see him go to work? He was retired when you were a kid? No, actually, he was going to work. Uh, after that, he he started uh, with a company of himself uh, that they distribute uh, audiovisual broadcast equipment. Oh, really? The, yeah, it's, it's still working kind of for TV uh -huh. on the other side of the screen. Oh, wow. Not behind the cameras. Even behind of even even yeah. further back, like hey yeah. dude, keep going. Yeah, keep uh, going exit guys. the building, go through the parking lot. Yeah, no, I mean, well, yeah. the, he's recognized. He's recognizing my country for being a very important piece for the technology, uh, audiovisual development of, oh, okay. of TV and stuff down there because they did pretty important things. So. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah, lovely. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't sell the insurance. Right. He's still it's a in very the, cool work. He's still in technology. the industry. Yeah, of he's course. He's on the cutting edge of Actually, technology. Actually, when I was, I mean, now, uh, today, I'm 45 years old. When I was probably... Happy birthday. Seven... <laughs> no, it's not today. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> when I was like... Seven or eight years old, on year 76, mm -hmm. or like five years old, mm -hmm. in my house, we already have the, no, the must be more 77. We have already a video camera. Actually, the recorder, it was another equipment. Were you guys rich? 
No, it wasn't rich. My father. Your dad was... stole it from work. No, no, <laughs> don't. No, actually, they were entitled to to always get a demo of the first kind of equipment. So in my house was we were videotape. I saw Star Wars in my house on the year seventy. Before it came out, your dad had a bootleg. Almost. Shut up. Almost. Damn. On on Umatic, that it was a video format of three fourth of an inch uh-huh. tape. Wow. So Star Wars there. Wow. Uh, Betamax, the first, I mean, the first uh, VHS that was on, on the history of humanity, you know, home video recorder devices. Yeah. Um, we had the, one of those with a camera, actually, when wow. we were really young. My, my dad had an Apple II on the year 77 or 78. There was a computer in my house already. Jeez. Yeah, it's a genius. Love him. So what do you guys think of virtual reality? Do you think that's the new way to go? Or artificial it, intelligence? Uh, it, you guys are on the cutting edge of audiovisual technology, so... Well, I mean, this is my very personal point of view. There was an issue with the 3D television. I don't know if you knew about that. Uh, it looks like when you try to make the brain think something's happening at least. And it's not mm-hmm. with 3D effects. Oh, 3D. Coming, coming. I thought you said 3D. Oh, 3D. Like, <laughs> okay, 3D. <laughs> <laughs> coming out from a screen. Okay. You uh-huh. uh, kind of make people a bit sick. Uh, doesn't It's not coming around oh, right know. as they thought. So I don't know what's going to happen with virtual reality. Definitely it's going to be a me, huge it thing. It gives me a headache. Like they have to fix that. Because when I put on vir- virtual it reality goggles mm-hmm. and I'm somewhere else for five minutes, then I walk away and you need to sit down, you need to drink water, you know, you feel dizzy. Because your visual interface is sending data to your brain, the movement sensors of your body send the data to the brain and there is a glitch. Mm-hmm. It's a mismatch. When that happens... yeah. The brain, the brains comes so overheat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not fine. It's, I mean, so what's it the ca- solution? Cannot handle it. Well, they need to work more around that, or start living their own lives and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of virtual reality. Yeah, that's right. Because I thought it'd be the best time to rob somebody when they have virtual reality. Oh, first perfect. Like, yeah, come yeah. on. This is not happening. You could take their clothes too. They're they're so into it. Didn't even realize they're standing there naked. Probably, <laughs> right? We should, should try that. <laughs> so, when did you start playing the drums? Oh, when I was fourteen years old. Uh huh. Um, That's kind of already old. Yeah, actually. Yeah. That real drum. Don't you wish you started younger? Of course, and I did. Yeah. Kind of. At uh-huh. Twelve or see, so yeah, maybe twelve. As for my dad, for Christmas. Uh, I don't know how to say that in English. Mattel, Mattel, you know the Mattel, Mattel, the band, the, the, the brand, the, the yeah, brand, the toy brand. Here they make Barbies, but I guess in ah, Venezuela yeah. they make toys for boys. Well, they do that all over the world. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, this was on a kind of electronic drum with four pads. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they supposed to develop uh, later a pedal. Mm-hmm. For the kick, yep. So it will be more real and stuff, but they dropped the project. 
and I got a an interface for my video games that was a Instead? driving car and I cut the 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 foot switch so I use it to the with my drum and start oh you made your own foot pedal yeah of course oh cool yeah well I steal it I stole it from a family device yeah they're cool with it <laughs> yeah um uh-huh. and then uh, I started playing uh, a real drum that I uh, I bought a used one mm-hmm. for a few bucks from a guy from school, a bigger guy from school. Um, and start playing with a band, a couple with a f- couple of friends from school too. So were you good at the drums when you started the band? Uh, not necessarily. You were just excited to play with other people. Yeah. Because drums by themselves can get a little monotonous. Yeah, of course. Exactly. So drummers always need friends. You guys are the neediest oh. people in a band. Holy shit! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that way. But right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of shy too because we want to be, you know, in the because back you don't the have a microphone in front of your face. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's better for be. drummers. Like shy drummers are better drummers than outgoing ones. I don't know about that. Because, you know, like, you don't want a drummer to be like, oh, can I get a microphone? Oh, no, you don't. It's just like, shut the fuck up and just keep the beat. Keep like, the stop beat trying play to the sing. Shit. Yeah, but there yeah. are bands where the drummer sings. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I used to be in one. I was <laughs> <laughs> but just my part. Okay. And that's it. Sure. Not talking all over the songs and between them and yeah. all that shit, you know. Yeah. It's, it's dangerous for the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you grew up on punk music and you were in punk bands. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah Capato oh. Tres. Well, then I was I was with a punk band, Holocausto. Mm-hmm. And with years, years later, 92 or 3, I guess. So when did anti-Semitism enter Venezuela? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. So you were a pro-Jewish. Well, we were against Nazis. Right. Okay. Sure. There are two ways to see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so it was a cool name. It was a cool. Holocausto, which means Holocaust. Holocaust is well. Everybody knows what happened on Germany on between thirty-nine and forty-five with the Nazis, crazy shit that killed like a zillion human beings. Six million, but. Okay, six million. Nice are enough. you part Jewish? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. No. <laughs> you was kidding, right? Do I look like me? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, definitely not. Um, and then, with the, uh, years later, on 93, I started playing with a, that a ba- with a band that already had two published records uh-huh. that were pretty big in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. They were touring a lot. And they were about to to get in the studio to make the new record recording and and I started playing there I mean I got in the band like in, on a Monday and on Friday I was recording the the album the whole fucking album what yeah I know wow yeah it was horrible why because you weren't good enough yet <sighs> I thought that I was great yeah that's just, that is something that always happens as I know to drummers <laughs> you guys think um, you're great awesome man you're gonna see this shit and when you go into a studio for the first time 
to such a production level. Uh-huh. They require that you really do the job. And, and it was my first time playing with a click. Mm-hmm. Oh my, your first time. That's the, when I, I mean, had music lessons, that's the, uh, the first thing we started with was the metronome. I was, well, exactly. I mean, because I don't, I'm not, a, I never study drums or anything. Like officially. officially. You just play around just with play it. play the shit. Yeah. And try to do my best. Uh, that is definitely not the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, wh- what was I? Ah, and then I, I start playing the song, you know, recording with the click and stuff. And it was, whoa, great. It was awesome, right? Yeah, well, maybe let's, let's make another one. You never know. Let's take it, all right. And you're like, how many times do we have to do this? Yeah. 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 One more time, just in case. Well, but it's coming out great, right? Yay. Yeah. yeah. Through the tall back. <laughs> yeah, this guy is sounding great. Uh, will you come to the control room for a bit, please? Oh shit. Oh, oh shit. What's going on? Okay. I need you to hear this. And they play the two inches tape machine recorder that they mm-hmm. used to use. And it was like, oh shit. They start fucking around. I was like, hey, someone's moving the click. No, dude, we can't. Someone's moving the click. You're moving all over the song, so you need to be more tight. Wow. I was like, shit. I mean, on the maybe sixth, seventh take from that, I was pretty much on the click. Okay. And then. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. And then they found out, um, can you come here in the control room again for the, yeah, of course. Okay, how, how, how it sounds? Wow, now it's amazing, right? Yeah. Please, solo, solo the kick channel, please. Turu, 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 instead of tum, tum, tum. So I was doing the the hit on the the pedal on the pedal mm-hmm. pretty bad. So I was double knocking the. Oh the shit! Turn. Yeah. And you could hear single out your mistakes. Of course, for the first time. And you were like wanted to run away with a bunch of people over you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like shit, but well. Three, three, four, yeah, on the weekend, the next one. Four days later, I was already done. And it was great. It was a oh, great, that's great nice. experience, yeah. I used to teach music lessons in New York, and uh-huh. I had a student. She, We would, like, sing, like, Katy Perry and Taylor Swift songs on the piano. Okay. And it, she's a, just learning. Okay. But she loves these songs, and we just sing them. Oh. And she's like, let's record it. Uh, right? And then we recorded it on her iPad. Uh-huh. And she was really excited because she's super confident, you know, like, I'm going to be on The Voice. And she didn't say that, but, you know, some yeah, kids, know. They, they want, that's their the dream. Their dream, yeah. Is to be on The Voice. Yeah. You know, is it up to the music teacher to tell the kid, hey, you're not going to make The Voice? <laughs> <laughs> What's my responsibility as a private music teacher? I, I don't know. What would I do? Right? I so know. she recorded it on her iPad. <laughs> And then we play it back, and she was so excited to play it, and it sounded really bad and really out of tune. Yeah, of course. And to see somebody, like, come to terms with, like, oh, that's what I sound like. Oh, yes. And you see their oh, shit face. It's like, yeah. Well, it took pressure pressure off of me. I didn't have to tell her. 
Yeah, she can hear it for herself. Oh, you think so? Nah, that's not so bad. (laughs) That's what to do. You know, you can't give trophies to everybody in this country. Exactly. So it's for their own good. Exactly. It's for their own good. That's why these cameras, being ubiquitous, it's good for us. We can see how bad we are. Exactly. No. I watched one of your music videos. Oh, which one? I don't know. You guys were like um, already Mexican. old. Oh, oh. yeah, from I think 20 was, years ago. No, it wasn't. It was Atkinson. Atkinson, yeah. Yeah, the it's band Atkinson. Yeah, that was my last band. Your last, last band. Okay. Yeah. Are you in a band now? Not now. No, okay. Not you're yet. A, you're a radio host. I'm a radio host slash recording engineer slash mm-hmm. mixing engineer slash um, front of house live engineer slash uh, what else do I do? Radio host again slash. <laughs> right now, that's the main one, radio host. But you do yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, I try. Yeah. I try, I try. You got to keep busy because you kind of like work from home. Right. Ooh, as much as I can. Yeah. Yes. And it's easy to like let yourself go and like not shower for a week when you work from home. If you don't have to like <laughs> see anybody in person or like go anywhere or, you know, you don't go to a <clears throat> typical office like right. regular people do. Yeah. So right. isn't it hard to keep your butthole clean? No, you have to do it that way. Yeah. 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 I have a kid, you know, Uh huh. Uh, as you know, you know, my, yeah. my baby girl, Maya. And no, no, I can do that for her. It would be awful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, all day long there in the house without taking a bath for a week. Right. Uh-uh. It would be too much. Maybe a day. On my podcast, I talk about, uh, I talk about poo. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Do you care to share with people, um, like what your poos are like, or maybe give us some insight on the culture of poo in Venezuela, or? <laughs> <laughs> How do Venezuelans poo, or how does Venezuelan poo smell like, or what's it like wiping up your daughter's poo, you know, was it smellier than you anticipated? (laughs) No, it's it's great, actually. It's great. I can totally handle it. Uh Uh-huh. Father's love takes you to that point that you just don't care, or you can just smell it all day long, and it won't happen. Um... There was a, there used to be a list of kinds of poo in Venezuela. You know, it's kind of a joke. Uh-huh. Let me see if I can recall. There's one of them called pâté de foie. What is that? Pâté. A French, French poo? It's kind of... It's like uh, when it's creamy? Exactly. Yeah. Pâté de foie. Maybe a little chunky? A little, maybe. With yeah. a few pieces. <laughs> um, the best, when I have like a, like a sort of, quasi diarrhea type of poo Mm -hmm. it's like okay 90 percent came out that was mostly kind of soft smoothie like like liquid but then there's a little nugget that's still kind of solid it's like when you make like a acai smoothie from the frozen packs and you're like you blend it up and you think you think that like i think i did a really good job blending yeah of course because actually the more you blend the less nutrients you lose, you lose nutrients. Yeah, of course. So then you keep blending, but you don't want to blend too much. And then you're drinking it, and there's like one little little piece there. Oh. And sometimes at the end of your diarrhea, that little piece <laughs> is like stuck in the corner of your rectum. And then 
you have to just sit there and wait it out until it comes out. Oh, how, how kind of a, you know, was, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah, no, to have not. that one solid piece in a diarrhea. Yeah, well, Do you the know, last you, one standing. Can you can you relate? Well, yes, <laughs> actually a bit. Okay. Yeah, been there. Yeah. Done that a few times. No more than a hundred, maybe a thousand. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought it was pretty rare, actually. I thought mostly diarrheas are 100% diarrheas. Exactly. Water. Yeah. Plain so to get that one water. special thing, it must have been something. Well, you, you should Google that. Special. Maybe like there's a prize for that. I don't know how. There's an art to Googling things. I don't know how you would phrase that. <laughs> Diarrhea that's 90% with a 10% nugget piece at the end. I don't know, you know, you gotta you learn. I'd be surprised. What when you word things carefully, you can find what you're looking for. Exactly. Well, maybe two words. Maybe. Nugget, diarrhea. I don't know. Sometimes I give my listeners homework. Why don't you guys find <laughs> a science journal article about how that last piece of nugget is formed? Well, that's nice. Is there anything, any stories, embarrassing stories of poo you would like to share? Oh, no, not really. Okay. No, I'd rather not. Okay. <laughs> I mean, wait. No, I'm fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like it's not fair because I really opened up to you oh, about no, come diarrhea. On, and poo. it's like, <laughs> I got very vulnerable and then you just like, uh, I'm good. Oh, I'm uh, glad you're on the show. Okay, thanks. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about more serious things then. All right. So the state of affairs in Venezuela right now are kind of crazy. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And like, I guess when you grew up in the 70s, it was kind of a paradise. Definitely. Yeah, it was Wasn't nice. Wasn't it? Like yeah. I saw a commercial I mean, for with, uh, like vacationing in Venezuela. and it Everything was beautiful. Beautiful. And growing. And, and rich. Yeah. So what happened to your country? It got all fucked up. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, in Latin America, we kind of let things go more than the others. I don't know. And we thought that the country was so hard that it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to destroy it. Mm -hmm. But it looks like we did a great effort on that matter. So Yeah. Who uh, do you blame for the decline of... All of us. Uh -huh. Definitely. All of, every one of us. One for being so mean with the country uh -huh. so selfish and so corrupt and the rest of us for let that happen you, you don't blame the government of course the government is the right. first one right 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 but every one of us has, has yeah, well, a little the, piece of guilt well right now the people are rising up and it's really sad because these like 17 year old protesters are being killed in front of Bunch. By the police. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But the police and uh, the military. But it's not stopping people from keep coming out to the streets and protesting. Of course. Because that's what you have to do. That's the only way. There are kids that they're fighting, actually dying for a system, democracy, that they never, never, ever live. Yeah. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, the Chavez kind of shit has been in my country since 98, 99. They born into a Chavista government. Exactly. And he just, did he just like change the rules and said like, I'm just going to keep being the leader? I mean, well, the actual president, Maduro, uh, this, this 
funky, funny, weird guy. Uh, he's kind of uh, want to change the constitution, mm-hmm. the, the biggest book of laws in my country. Which is like probably the first rule of the constitution is you can't change the constitution. Exactly. And no one talks about Fight Club. Well, um, he tried to change that. They, they're trying to all the way change that. No one wants that. Everybody knows what's coming next. And the whole country is fighting for the democracy, for liberty, for mm-hmm. freedom, for for a better place to be. Before things get worse. No, they are already the worst. The wor- this, they, right uh, now, it's uh, the lowest that it can be, right? Right on the bottom. There's only yeah. going up from here. You, I yeah, feel like we like to. Yeah, we like to think that. Yeah, and but you like kind of fled Venezuela, right? Kind of what? Fled. What's fled? It's like the past tense of fly. Oh. Well, you had to leave. Yeah, I leave Venezuela like uh, a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's like, if you have the chance to get out, you should get out. Well, definitely. I mean, it depends. You know, every every life is a whole world. So, in our case, uh, we were very concerned about the medical stuff, Mm -hmm. the health system. There were no, uh, I mean, there's you guys don't have supplies or we don't medicine, have any fucking supplies. People's dies, dying toilet paper, a lot of oh, well, toilet paper. Well, that's the that's I what mean, they highlight we, in the we, articles. We don't, that we, we no, we don't care about toilet paper. I mean, when you're talking about medicine, use, like, know, yeah. people's health, definitely toilet paper is a, is a luxury, feel, yeah, compared exactly. to penicillin, exactly. Or tablets or any kind of pills or antibiotics. Antibiotics, exactly. And once uh, I was at my uncle's, uh, how you call that? Funeral. Uncle's what? My uncle's funeral. Funeral. Funeral, that's right. And there was this girl uh, talking to me like, oh, did you know what happened on the next chapel? What happened? Well, a girl that needed uh, antibiotics because she got a bacteria and they didn't got them. On time, so she died. Oh my she god! She was three years, like yours. I was like, oh, it looks like this is definitely my cue. To leave? That's what prompted you to leave Venezuela. Yeah, of course. <gasps> oh my god! I was like, holy shit! I mean, they're killing people like every fifteen minutes for any fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Not protesters. I mean, talking civilians, uh, civilians, just day by day for protesting. for violent for robbing them for any reason mm-hmm. and killed, get killed in Venezuela. But, well, you guess that if you move on the right time of the day and try to be home as early as possible, you th- that won't be able to That to you'll get be able you. to escape death. Exactly. Or murder. Yeah. But once you get that, you cannot find pill that can save your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. It changed everything. Yeah, you start to see it as oh, as soon as I can, I'll, right. I'm out of here. Right. But what were you gonna do there? I'll see. Yeah. First thing, keep us alive. Right. <laughs> as much as we can. Right. God, it's so scary. Yeah, it's a survivor kind of shit. Yeah, it's really sad. But that that doesn't mean that every Venezuelan that is out of a country is like disconnected or having a happy, beautiful life and not getting 
Right, you're still plugged in and watching Everyone. what's going on every day. Yeah, like that Os- have Oscar Perez. Oscar Perez. Wow, you saw that shit? helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Not only did I see it, I now I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a he's like a beautiful guy. It's a, it's a, it's a like a, a handsome mini Rambo. Yeah. Kind of shit. He's a yeah. beautiful Rambo. Yeah. Beautiful Venezuelan Rambo. It's like a rainbow. <laughs> he's Rimo. super hot he's yeah, like he's, no, really he good looking cool uh, he's an actor as well uh, right. you saw the movie? no I didn't see his movie he's good. in a movie? he's in a movie what so, movie? Uh, how they call this shit how they call it we'll it has it to up. be with with hijacking and stuff so. oh really? it's, it's a cool oh movie. my god so maybe yeah. he thinks he's still in the movie that's why he hijacked that police well, helicopter no, it looks like Wait, the have they, more serious than that have they found him yet? I was thinking that the best way to find him uh-huh. would, because he's so hot, you just send a bunch of women. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Instead of like the male CIA officers, send just, just random lonely housewives <laughs> and they'll find him. Right? <laughs> Let me see. Don't you think so? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Venezuelan women in heat, there's no stopping them, and the police are still looking for this guy. I guess, would he be on IMDb? I'm looking it up right now. What is that? You don't know IMDb? No, no, no. Um, Oscar Perez Dolls is an actor known for Hayakutake, La Gamba, and El Viaker. Does that sound familiar? So which one? Let me see. I don't know. Oh. Maybe this is a different guy. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know if uh, IMDb extends to extends to the world. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. But have you heard of a show called Vespre a la Dos? No. Nope. It sounds Spanish. What does Vespre mean? No fucking idea. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just one of those like stupid names that they came up with. Oh, maybe it's the last name. You know? know? Yeah. Mr. Vespre. True. Uh, you two. never know. Yeah. But anyway, um, so he's an activist. Mm, no, Oscar. No? no, he's not an activist. What is he? Uh, a police. From the, yeah, from the top, top police. He's a, pol- he's a policeman. An investigation police department. The he CSI. He's from the CSI, but I mean, oh. Oh, all the way on asteroids. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's like, it's like a CSI, CSI on asteroids. I asteroid. thought he stole the uh, helicopter from the police. Because he's part of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe he's like Edward Snowden. Oh, maybe. He's a Venezuelan Snowden. I don't know. Don't I know. need to read more about on it before I start no, no, it's a, talking cool. about it. It looks like he's a pretty prepared... Uh, oh, he's pretty, all right. <laughs> he's a great guy. Let, let's Let's wait and see. Yeah. What goes on with him? Right. There was already a second video saying that he's already in Caracas, that uh-huh. he got back and they're going to take care of it. They're going to be on every protest, helping up the guys on the streets. Looks like they're going to want to kick the shit out of the president. Wow. I don't know. But it's wow. very important. That's not what we want. Right. We don't, you don't need... Want, you don't need more violence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, may- not, maybe not that much, but mm-hmm. we got to be careful because people love these kinds of characters. Yeah. And that's how everything started in the first place. Right. 
Oh, he's our hero. He's a great guy. Right. Holy shit. What an awesome kind of people. And then he fucks her up. He fucks us all the way fucks you over. again. Oh, okay. I mean. Yeah. You need to check a movie uh, named uh, Land of the Land of the Blinds. Land of the Blinds? Yes. Okay. I'm going to write that down. What is it about? It's, uh, well, it's a great, great movie about governments and stuff. Uh-huh. And it shows how it shows how the pretty fucked up dictator uh, on this country they get rid of them, and the guy that was the opposition leader takes over the mm -hmm. government, and they go all over again. Oh shit! Yeah, it just so happens. You know? Yeah, it's always can get worse. Shit. Yeah, I know. I mean... Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to be careful who you support. A fucking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some people... You, I mean... Oh, I doesn't... I doesn't crazy? No. Idiosyncrasia. What uh, is that? Nah, forget. Oh, idiosyncrasy. Idiosyncrasy. Thank <laughs> you. Our idiosyncrasies... As Venezuelan is... Always we want it, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Fast. And let's do this no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this guy, no, nah, I don't care. La gente de, la we'll gente de Venezuela yeah. no tiene paciencia. No tiene paciencia, para nada. ¿Por qué no? Porque nos gusta que todo sea ya. ¿Por qué qué? <laughs> nos gusta. Nos gusta. Nos gusta uh -huh. que todo sea ya. Ajá, rapidito. Lo contrario de despacito. <laughs> Entonces, Venezuelan gente... Comen McDonald's porque son preparados como allá. ¿Cómo? ¿Cómo qué? Like they prepare it really fast. Like, ah, comida rápida. Nos yeah. encanta la do comida they, do rápida. Do they like, oh, like fast food? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Because they're so impatient. Exactly. And how, how do you know that? How do I know that? Venezuelans are so impatient. Well, you just told me. Oh, no, no. You told me. I did? In Spanish, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> rewind <laughs> I thought you told me I told you well kind of half and half okay okay all right all right all right but you know what I do like about Venezuelan protesters is that they use pots and pans from their kitchen oh yeah they're course. very practical yeah as if your voices weren't loud enough <laughs> let's add pots and pans into yeah. the mix yeah of course and Then they bring them home. They're giving a great, great fight. Yeah, they? they're yeah. putting up a great fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're fucking heroes. I'm reading this book about North Korea, and back when the Russians put Kim Jong Il in power, mm -hmm. like, and while the war was going on, or before, I guess before the war happened, like two million North Koreans fled mm -hmm. to South Korea. And when I read that, I thought, yeah, that's a lot, but why didn't more leave? Because mm -hmm. now they're fucking stuck. Yeah, exactly. You never know. You yeah. never know. I mean, uh, I've been living in Venezuela for, I had like 16, 16, 16 years of that crap, mm -hmm. that Chavez crap, and came here to the States and see a guy like Donald Trump win. Yeah. It's like, whoa, holy shit. Do you see similarities in Trump and Maduro? 
not Maduro, even Chavez kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, exactly the opposite, mm-hmm. but exactly the opposite. But it's so opposite, they become the same? Exactly. Like, not wanting the press at meetings. Mm-hmm. That becomes... And the kind of language. That becomes the kind scary of campaign. for us. Yeah, of It's course. like, what the fuck are they doing? Now we don't even know what's going on. Exactly. And that's the way it starts. The people, we need our <laughs> own NSA. Yeah, exactly. To spy on them. That, that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. That other way around. Yeah. Um, and our spy technology as private sectors can be so much better than their technology. Maybe. I don't know about that. Okay, fine. I don't know about that. <laughs> it might. It might. But, but uh, I don't know about that. Well, anyways, coming from Venezuela, when you get to the States, mm-hmm. and understands that the country is now running by this guy. Right. It's like, uh, where should I go now? Uh, I'm staying. It's Maybe I should go to Canada. Maybe I should keep going north to Canada. <laughs> yeah, all the way. And, and but, but it's kind of my, my American friends that I don't have that much, but I do have some. I always tell them, dude, I'm Venezuelan. I'm coming from the future. <laughs> uh huh. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. Oh, shit. Nah, man, no way they could do this because this country, yep, I heard that too. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, you, you first will need to kill everybody. Yes, I heard that too. Yeah. So, so sometimes you think it won't be possible. And the United States is, I mean, United States scenarios will be way worse mm-hmm. if it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your political kind of shit. So it's not too much that we can do about it. Sometimes. 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 Yeah. Well, maybe we should have never got ourselves in debt with China. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. We got in bed with China. Now they own the world. Fucked. Exactly. Sneaky Asians strike again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know you love punk rock music, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, and I love the music from the 70s, mm-hmm. just not punk rock. Okay. The right. rock and roll. Rock and roll music. You know? Yeah. All right. Like, not, not disco music. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to see Cool in the Gang. Oh, great. That's a great band. Yeah. 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 I'm having um, a field trip for my podcast listeners. Wow. To the really? Cool in the Game concert. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, nice idea. So um, I just wanted to remind you guys to meet me there July 22nd at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be really great. fun. Cool in the Gang. Cool in the Holy Gang. Shit. All of them. They're like 20. Well, <laughs> the ones that are still in the band, it's yeah. like half. Half mm. the original members are still in. Nah, from 50-50. It's kind of a 50-50. Right? Yeah. It's, it's cool and the... Cool and the... <laughs> right. Uh, oh, oh, well, actually, it's cool. It's just cool and... Oh, oh, m- m- maybe gang. No, it's just cool and... <laughs> cool and... Cool and... Cool and... Cool and... Let's, yeah, you're going to go... You want to watch cool and... So, well, since you have such a great radio voice, oh, can you, you tell my listeners, like, you're listening to Koo and the Gang? Of course, guys. 
you're listening to Koo and the Gang. All right. Well, and people. It's like the band. Coincidence, <laughs> <is>, right? <laughs> Shut up. So. Wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> so people right. can listen to you on El Show de la Mañana. Oh yeah, of course. If they if they listen, they can if they if know they, Spanish. If they know Spanish, and yeah, they don't. They will learn. So, they will learn. Yeah, of course. Well, you guys talk really fast. Nah, nah. Yeah. impatient. I tried to listen to some of your shows, and it just it's kind of fast. It's yeah. really fast. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But people can find you on um, on Twitter also at rcadavieco. That's right. And That's you are the host name. of El Show de la Mañana. El Show de la Mañana on Twitter. You'll find it as an Instagram. So in Venezuela, El Show you... de la Manan. El Show de la Manan. 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 So you did you have like a studio in Caracas? Yes. Yeah. I do, yeah. I used to. I mean, uh -huh. I still have it. But yeah. I wanted to bring it here. Oh. Yeah. You, like when you had your studio, did you have like people working for you? Like, there's a whole bunch of people. Nah, not that big. Oh, Actually, okay. It's one very personal studio in my house. Oh, okay. Operated by me. Uh, yeah. Driven by me, managed by me. Oh, you do everything. All, all the things. Yeah. Okay. Every, all right. Every point of the stage of production. I think that's better. Yeah, it's nice. That'll help you keep your job because you're not going to be like taking videos <laughs> of your booker taking a shit or anything. That's right. You know? Exactly. So you're good. I'm fine. Keep that's your job. That's the way to do it. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and people can find your music videos on... Well, you can find videos from Atkinson on the net. Uh-huh. Uh, Atkinson and... Atkinson, the band. Zapato Tres. Calle Tres. I did my homework on you. All right, all right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rafael, for doing my podcast. Oh, a pleasure. And cool. follow him on Twitter. Even if you don't know Spanish, just, you know, give him a little bump. And uh, not that kind of bump. All right? <laughs> yeah, please. I'll see you guys at the concert. See you next week. Bye. Was sponsored by Speedweed. Speedweed is America's most trusted name in medical marijuana delivery. Go to www.speedweed.com for all the best strains to get high on. All right, there's 30,000 members enjoying the convenience and discretion of cannabis home delivery in California today. So why don't you become one of them? So just visit www.speedweed.com and you can see the variety of strains they have there. You'll love it. Well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of my podcast. I want to let you guys know that I will be performing all over California this month and next month. July 10th, I'm at the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. July 21st, I'm at the Improv in the Lab uh, in Hollywood, California on Friday at 11 o'clock. And July 22nd is our Cool and the Gang field trip. Woohoo! So meet us there. And it's at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles. July 23rd, I'm at um, Flappers in Burbank. I'm doing a live Coup and the Gang podcast taping with Aiko Tanaka and a very special 
special guest who is yet to be announced. And that's in Burbank, Flappers Burbank, uh, Flappers in Burbank at 7 o'clock. August 10th, I'm at Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento, California with Yoshi Obayashi. So if you guys come to the live Ku and the Gang podcast taping, I think um, you may have a chance of being part of the show. <laughs> okay, uh, so... Yes, let me know if you're coming. I'm going to be sitting in section K. So come find me. Um, Rafael, Rafael was a very fun guest. And he will be on Twitter at rcadavieco. And go listen to his show, El Show in La Mañana. Thank you, Rafael. He also, shout out to Rafael. He also helped me um, fix a lot of my audio problems and helped me taught me how to wind up my my chords after podcasting so shout out to Raphael thank you so much you fucking rock you fucking rock and thank you guys so much for listening I guess just follow my coup in the gang on twitter and let me know if you're gonna be at the concert I'm so excited I'm so excited yay yay Yay! I'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.